What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod, Jen and Jello show. I'm Noah. This is D'Angelo. Hello. Super Bowl Fifty Two last night. Yeah, it huge game. It's, it was great. It was yeah. It was really good. Uh, Most yards in a game ever, like any game ever. We got to see that. We got to see Brady throw for five hundred yards and lose. Five hundred yards and lose, and he didn't throw an interception or no nothing. Yeah, he, he played I mean, really well. Yeah, until, besides that, besides that strip fumble, once once Philly started getting in on him, but I mean, it was just it. I mean. I, I don't know if I could have asked for a better a better uh, Super Bowl. Oh no! With it everything, was fantastic. Everything put together, halftime show commercials. Halftime show is debatable. I don't know about that. I thought it was. I mean, I per, I'm a JT fan. So quick tangent. I'm also a JT fan, but he didn't sing very much. No, there was a ton of just letting the track play. So like I mean, which was fine. Like he was dancing. Yeah, he was cool. He's a great dancer. It was yeah. cool. I will say when he brought the marching band in, it, yeah. he started playing suit and tie. Yeah, I, I thought like, that was oh, that's yeah. Dope. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I'm also really glad he didn't play any of his music from his new album. Yeah, that was good. I don't I think I don't he started think it's, off with a song. I don't think it, it's. I'm like, not saying it's a bad album. I haven't listened to it all the way through yet. But just people want to hear. People want to hear the old yeah, JT. You got to hear like sexy background. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear all the goods. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Andy no Samberg. MC. No, unfortunately, Andy Samberg didn't make it either. That's disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Super Bowl Fifty Two. Nick Foles is the winning quarterback. Nick Foles and Eli Manning, only quarterbacks to ever beat Tom Brady. Let's just uh, let's just think about that for a minute. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Um, I want I. You got to praise Doug Peterson for what he's done with a backup quarterback. To like f- a few weeks ago, Foles looked awful. And he figured out a game plan that made Nick Foles look like a pro bowler again. And it's just well coached all around. Yeah, I mean, he stayed aggressive all game, too. I mean, going forward on fourth and one at the goal line there. Uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not 100% sure if it was fourth. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was. It was fourth, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was fourth and goal. Yeah, you're at the goal line and you, you run a play to throw it to your quarterback. I mean, and you just saw the Patriots run that play, the possession before, and completely... Uh, whiff on it, yeah, and Nick Foles you, just you, caught it. Yeah, I mean, you just uh, you got to give Peterson a ton of props, like you said. I mean, he just he kept the pedal, he kept the pedal down the entire game. They couldn't get get to Brady very often, so that's why he was able to get those uh, just dump passes off down to Gronkowski and Burkhead and Man, White. They threw the ball to Gronk like five times on the opening possession out of halftime. How did he just get? Yeah, I think he it, stayed open. Yeah, he was talking about it after the game. Uh, said. It was just it was just coming to him. He was able to able to get open, but yeah, tough. Uh, the the one thing that really uh, had the Patriots or the Patriots struggled with a little bit on offense, their rushing attack wasn't the greatest. No, not no, at all. No, they. Uh, I mean, 113 yards. As a Lions fan, you would love it to get 100 yards out of your rushing we attack. We haven't gotten that but, in a long time. But I mean, James White had seven carries for 45 yards. Deion Lewis. Nine carries. He he was the leading rusher. Deion Lewis had nine carries. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's that actually surprises me a little I bit. I didn't. I don't remember. Him, I saw him yeah, touch the ball once. Yeah, I don't remember him having the ball too much. But yeah, <laughs> they didn't really. I don't think they wanted to uh, have a uh, game. I don't think their game plan was really to uh, pound the ball. That, no, and they that didn't. Often. They really no. Realistically, they didn't need to. No, they didn't. That's not. That's not something they needed to do. But. Um, yeah, I thought uh, I thought Philly was great last night. I was, I mean, I was waiting. I mean, first half we saw. I mean, the first few quarters last year we saw Atlanta just, yeah, just taking it to the Patriots, and then they sort of faltered down the stretch. But uh, New England got that lead, thirty-three, thirty-two, and the next possession, Philadelphia goes down and scores the Zach Ertz touchdown, which took way too long. To, yeah, it was obviously a touchdown. He caught the ball, took like three steps and dove. That's yeah. he's a runner. Yeah, I mean that that's that's also very frustrating to see. That would be I mean if that would have got, gotten overturned, that would have been be, terrible. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm really hoping that the NFL can can figure something out here in this off season. Yeah. About the catch rule. Just make it something black and white. Uh just just You gotta figure it out eventually, yeah. right? It's it's not good when you have Chris Collinsworth in the Chris in the, in the box. Terrible! I hate him so much. I wish he would go away. <laughs> well, um, he's in the he's in the box last night trying to convince us that it's not a catch. And like, I mean, it's obviously he's yeah. like, "Oh man, I don't know about that." Yeah, one. it's. I mean, it was it was clearly a catch. He took three steps with the ball. It was it it would have been a complete debacle if not if nothing would have came up. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth needs to retire. Like, just give me all <laughs> Romo. Yeah, all Romo. Good. Yeah, just give me Romo on every platform that we have. Um, 
But no big big questions coming up for the Eagles now. Uh, what do you do with Foles? I mean, obviously, obviously, I believe uh, you would you would think you they would trade him. Yeah. Uh, you have Wentz. He's coming off an injury, but uh, I, it seems like he's going to be okay. Uh, he looked fairly nimble on the sidelines yesterday, walking up and down the sidelines, celebrating with the team and everything. Oh yeah, he's. So I mean, I don't th- I don't think. Uh, I don't think you would be worried about uh, Wentz's health at all. But um, regarding all the other teams in the league that are looking for, for a quarterback, um, you would think the top three teams would be the Browns, uh, the Broncos, and the and the Jets. Uh, yeah, for sure. You would think those would be the three teams. I mean, the Jets, like we were talking about earlier, they, they stayed with the, the Patriots in the, early in the they, season, they played both a lot games, of good football. Both games with Josh McCown at quarterback. I mean, if you can, I mean, they were supposed to be one of the teams tanking for that number one pick, and, and they their played, defense, their defense was just too good to to let that happen. It's young and exciting, so they have like yeah, they've completely they kept they managed to help have Todd Bowles keep his job. Yeah, that was not supposed to happen. No, and uh, yeah, if they can if they can get a quarterback, I mean. With everything that the Patriots are losing this offseason, they would be they'd maybe be a scary team in the East. Uh, I yeah, know, I know sure. it's crazy to say about the about no, the New I, York Jets. If they but get like some weapons, like yeah, they, they, can, need, if they, they need a wide receiver. Yeah, because Robbie get, Anderson is out of control. Yeah, if they can get someone like like Foles, or we have we have Cousins still. We don't know what Washington's going to do can we, there. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, that's... they they signed they traded for Alex Smith. They traded a young promising corner and Kendall Fuller and a third round pick for Alex Smith. And instead of paying Kirk Cousins, they decided to give – they extended the contract of Alex Smith. Yeah, I think it was four years, 90 Se- million. Yeah, 90, 71 90, guaranteed. 71 guaranteed, yep. 90 is so, the – yeah. Yeah, so like – I'm sure that has a – like they can cut him after his third year or something, so the fourth year isn't guaranteed. But Washington, what? Yeah, I I don't understand that at all. You have a guy in Kirk Cousins who is just as good – or uh, they're better. They're very similar players. Yeah, I mean they're they're and Kirk's just younger. Yeah, and you just don't want to. I mean, yeah, you'd have you'd probably have to give him about just because of the age and everything. Yeah, cousins, you probably have to give him about. God, he he's probably going to be asking for twenty five twenty five to year. thirty. Yeah, he'll, so he'll yeah, that's get. what I was thinking. So if you're if you're worried about that, I mean, you'd be able to keep your you'd be able to keep your quarterback, you'd be able to keep Kendall Fuller, and you'd be able to keep your third round pick. Yeah, so I now. Mean, I mean, I don't really, I don't understand what the what the reasoning behind it is because now I feel like in a couple of years you're going to have to go after another quarterback exactly. because we've seen with Alex Smith when a when a young guy comes in, he's or at least now, I mean, we've already had two organizations give up on him, yeah, because of a young quarterback, and we haven't even seen much out of Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes to, though, man. I mean, I think he's going to be a gunslinger in Andy Reid's offense like this he was dude. at Texas Tech, but. I just, I mean, you at least we at least saw enough from Kaepernick yeah. and in San Francisco to be like, yeah, that makes sense that uh, Harbaugh doesn't want to go with him. But from both ends, it kind of it, it kind of worries me a little bit. I don't know if if Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes looked great in in his first game. You I mean, can watch looked, him just play against the Titans in the preseason. Yeah, there's like one play where he's just rolling out. They're on like the, I think they're around like in between the ten and the twenty, and he throws it on the run to like the other. 40 it's insane the, the arm that guy has. yeah he's he's but. got he's got some talent i just i Absolutely. don't i don't know uh if this was the right call for both ends uh i think the chiefs it, it would be it, i mean i think it'd it's be a great. nice move for them yeah i think i think definitely getting kendall kendall fuller and, yeah because the they pick, struggled at corner that's that's year. great and then you're gonna be getting back um Gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the on the safeties. oh eric berry eric sorry berry, yeah. yeah you're gonna be getting eric berry back next year too to go with fuller um. Yeah, and Marcus Peters, if you can, if you can control him a little bit and quit throwing, he's, quit throwing he's the crazy, penalty flag into great. the stands. But you know, At times, uh, just, the only the only thing that bothers me, uh, worries me with it, uh, worries me about it a little bit is the fact that you're giving up on Smith, who granted doesn't win playoff games, but uh, I'd put that more on the coaching and yeah, and, you would have yeah. Him. I mean, that's not. I mean, Smith is just is when you're not giving uh, Kareem Hunt the ball. More you than get seven more than carries. yeah. Well, you're, if you're not giving the ball more than 15 times a game, I mean, you're screwing up there. Yeah. So that's the only thing that worries me from the from the Kansas City side. 
I'm, Washington, well, though, I, I, I just, yeah, I, and they're talking about possibly franchise that's tagging what I wanted, cousins. That's what I was going to say. And I, I talked about it yesterday with a couple of my buddies, and I'm just like, if I'm if I'm any GM in the league right you now, you don't trade with them. And yeah, and you see that happen, like no, I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm not helping you guys out because you guys are trying to be greedy. Right. You're gonna keep don't those, make the trade. Someone's going to, someone's gonna make a deal with them because a quarter because you need if a quarterback if they need yeah if they do that I I think someone's gonna do it, but I mean if I'm like the if I'm the Jets or the Browns that that could just draft a quarterback. But and unless you really want, unless you really want Kirk Cousins, I mean, I'm just gonna say to them, no, I'm not. We're not. We're not gonna deal with you just to give you your way, because I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up a fourth round pick when I didn't really need to. Well, I could see the Browns or a doing four, it. a fourth overall pick. Sorry. Yeah. No, there's no way you give up a first round pick in that trade. If you do, then you're just as dumb as the Redskins, because the Redskins, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you can't no. trade for Alex Smith, and then franchise Kirk Cousins just so you can trade him and get something back because you just traded a third-round pick for Alex Smith. If anyone could make the trade, it could be Cleveland because they have so many picks yeah. from years of trading mm-hmm. back. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't shouldn't. Trade, I wouldn't trade a pick from this year. Uh, if you have an extra first next year, I don't know what their pick situation is. Um but if you had a if you had an extra first for next year, I would definitely give it up then because even if you're Washington, that's not a bad deal because you're not really worried about um, what you have as a as a whole. I mean, your team's pretty solid. Uh, injuries kind of hurt you this year. Yeah. Uh, Chris Thompson really screwed up my that fantasy was, team this that was year. Sad. But we won't worry about that. But I, I mean that that I mean that that hurt them a lot. Definitely. I mean he's he's somebody that you can really rely on both in the running and passing game. Oh yeah, he's a great receiver, best receiver on their team, probably. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know, I think for the most part, they they have a pretty well, uh, pretty uh, a team set for the most part. And so yeah. the only thing I would I would uh, look for if I'm the Redskins is if the if the Browns have an extra first round pick in the in the coming years, then I don't see why not why you wouldn't trade for that. But if like I said. If I'm a GM in the league and the and the Redskins try to pull yeah, this it, on everybody, just like make it backfire. Yeah, make it backfire on them. You give you give him a thirty million dollar uh, franchise tag, and then he's gonna have to sit on the bench. And even if you like make him hold out, you can probably make him desperate, and then you'll get to get him for less probably because they'll start like feeling the hot seat because they thought that this would work out. But I have the feeling that they would only do that if they knew that someone would take it so yeah the browns like i said the browns i think are really the only team because like someone like the jets or the or the broncos i don't see them i don't think they have they don't really have the draft capital yeah they don't have any picks to do it so i think they would just go with a quarterback or if cousins is available in free agency i think i think the broncos are probably the number one fit for him just because they're they're a quarterback away because that defense. Yes, is, absolutely. That, that defense yeah, is stellar, sure. and they have weapons. I feel like the defense looked bad at the end of the year. I just feel like they really gave, they up. gave up. Yeah, yeah, I think they gave up for the most of the year. And like we talked about with the with the Jets, that defense is that defense is solid too. So personally, I want to see Cousins go to the Browns. I would like to I see that too. happen. I'd like to see them use a couple picks to get some get Saquon and Minka. Yeah, get some guys. Get some guys that can really help both sides of the ball. I think if you so, get Saquon if, and Minka, you're looking good. Yeah, you're you're looking great uh, as an organization going forward. Because they've made a lot of good moves this offseason. They fired their terrible GM and brought in the old Chiefs GM, and they've brought in a lot of good guys. They brought in a dude from Green Bay. They have they're building a good front offense, office, office, front office, um, and that should trickle down eventually. Yeah. I don't know why Hugh Jackson is still coaching, but one we'll thirty one. I don't, pretty I mean, good. Yeah, You're right. he's, he's pretty solid. But speaking of offseason moves, uh, Patricia is going to be announced here in the coming days. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this because I think it could be the end of this run for the Patriots. I really do. It might. It might be. I don't know. There's uh, a lot of questions. You're losing. You're losing Patricia. There are reports that are saying that McDaniel's might actually stay on as offensive really? coordinator. I, I read that last night. Uh, I don't. I. I think he's I probably going to go. Yeah, I find it tough to believe that that they're going to uh, that he's going to want to come back. I mean, you're going to a pretty good situation in in uh, Indianapolis it's quarterback wise. Yeah, for sure. It's not. It's not terrible. I mean, I mean, he does have that phantom injury, but mm-hmm. 
But even know. with Jacoby Brissett, you're not. Yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, he's, Brissett, he's coached him already. Yeah, too. he's already coached him too. Like, yeah, I I forgot about that until That's now true. that he that they had him. But you know, um, there's I, it's questions gonna, about Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, I don't Gronk, think he's gonna retire. Yeah, I doubt he retires. I mean, I I it would make sense if he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gone through tons of injuries yeah. in his career. I definitely think it's probably gonna be a couple years. Mm. I, I, it's probably it's probably going to be a couple of years before he retires if it's not this year. But it, it would make sense absolutely because he's yeah, had major... Brady. Brady's going to probably still be Brady again next year. He looked old at times. Yeah, last there were night, there were though. times you were seeing uh, not prime Brady come out, especially yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like the spiral uh, wasn't as tight. That's when that's no, what we that's started that, to see with Peyton Manning too. Yeah, that's the one thing I I really noticed. Um, he also was missing a few times. Uh, at the end of games, there he was had, a few ducks. Yeah, there. Well, there was that, and then he uh, on on some plays he missed missed some guys in the flats where mm-hmm. he could just dump it off to them and get them out of bounds. Yeah, he was missing those guys just because you. I mean, you're obviously in that situation. You're looking to go down the field, right. but I mean, I was just I'm just noticing guys going out into the flats, and you would think you uh, just dump it off. Yeah, yeah, because he did it later on in the game, mm-hmm. dumping it off to uh, to Gronk there. Uh, yeah, I but yeah, he looked old for sure losing, at times. They're 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 lo- they might be losing some guys on the defensive end. Uh, guys like Malcolm Butler who didn't even play last night. That sort of baffled me a little bit that you didn't see Malcolm Butler playing at all. Uh, this might just be Belichick being Belichick, giving up on a guy um, at the right time. I mean, he gave up. He's giving up on guys when they when he doesn't when he just doesn't feel like they're they're gonna really progress anymore yeah i someone he, like jamie collins or yeah, richard exactly. seymour like guys like that he gives up on when it looks like they're in their prime but he obviously they start knows de- better they than start declining do. yeah for yeah. sure so but it just it was just weird uh that you, you have a you have a corner who's really your number one corner for the entire year who played 98 percent of the snaps and he doesn't even see the field in the super bowl uh now we don't know if anything happened behind the scenes we're not sure what exactly happened, but it's just it's just odd to see something like that happen, especially in this big of a stage. I agree, but I mean personally, I've never like loved Malcolm Butler. He obviously made a huge play on a big stage in the Super Bowl, so it's weird to see him not playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's I think that's but, what people give him a lot. Like that's what people really know him for, and think that that's why he's. I mean, he yeah. still is. He's still number. He's been one. a productive corner. Yeah, for he's sure. a number one corner caliber guy. Um, and so that's I just when when you weren't able to cover anybody when it just didn't seem like anything was going right in the passing game. And I'm and, surprised he didn't come in at all. That was yeah. He only played on the special teams, which I guess I mean didn't really need to, except on kickoffs because yeah. the the or I think the Eagles punted once and the the Patriots didn't punt at all. Yeah, there was one punt. Yeah, one punt the entire game. Uh, but you have some guys on the defensive end. Uh, speaking of Patricia. Um, going to the Lions, you have some guys on the defensive end that might want to come over. I mean, Definitely you, possible. Yeah, you got guys like uh, like like Malcolm Butler. If he doesn't want to come over, if he's okay with not coming over on a on a Darius Slay type deal, that that they're going to which have he to, doesn't deserve. No, which yeah, Darius Slay deserves. Yeah, Malcolm Butler be, doesn't. Yeah, he's just going to be. Just that's what he's going to be asking for. Yeah, for the he's going to be looking for top dollar. Uh, this free agency, uh, someone like Geno Grissom, uh, defensive end, someone who just who can some depth. Yeah, just to have some depth there. Yeah. Uh, Marquise Flowers. He, he would be. Yeah. He would be. He was a. It says he uh, for the Patriots. He was a. He was a. He transitioned from a from the special teams over to the uh, the defensive side of the ball and was able to really make that transition smooth. Uh, it was a smooth transition. From special teams to linebacker, and so and that would also give us some depth at the linebacker position, which they definitely will need, especially if they're switching over to a three-four. Yeah, to fit Patricia's scheme, they have Ricky Jean Francois, who I don't know if that's going to really make sense. Nah. If if they're going through a three-four, you have Ashawn Robinson who at the defensive the tackle. tackle. Yeah, but you have guys that you might that uh, that Patricia might want to bring over with you for sure, and. I don't know. There's just a lot of different like factors that are making it look like it's going to be a lot harder for them to make a run. You've got the AFC getting stronger. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they I mean, have I a mean, lot of questions to answer for if, sure. If the Jets get a quarterback that that's competent enough to win them some games, I mean that's that's a big enough threat. Oh, absolutely. The Bills, the Bills made it to the playoffs this year. That and, was uh, 
I mean, it was a fluky playoff, but, For sure. I mean, but still, I mean, they, yeah, yeah. With, I mean, say Tyrod starts that game that Nate Peterman did, they might they might have been ten and six instead of nine and seven. I don't know though. Yeah, I, it's just it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Six it's, it's, half it's dozen, a possibility. Six to one half dozen the other because he won't just, throw five picks. But. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, the AFC East is definitely is definitely getting stronger. I, I mean, think just the AFC in general. I think like yeah, the Chargers. I like the Chargers. They're an interesting team. They mm-hmm. were. They just had some bad luck. They they probably have three more wins if they had a field goal kicker this year. Yeah, Broncos if they get a quarterback, yeah, they're like they're the one AFC piece West. away. Yeah, Oakland I mean, with Gruden is interesting. The, the whole AFC West should be interesting next mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah, so this should be uh, if the Colts if the Colts can get luck back, Deshaun Watson comes back. You, you yeah, have this, some this AFC teams. is not looking like a cakewalk like it like no, absolutely like not. it has the been in the are past. Still there. They'll probably the, the, only get the better. Steelers the Steelers are still there. It depend yeah. uh, depends on what Le'Veon does this offseason and what happens. I don't know. Ben's getting older too, like, just like Brady. A lot of lot of storylines coming up for sure for the for, sure. for the AFC. I think uh, the Pats might just it, just, it just it might finally be that time. Yeah, it's just looking like I mean. It, it it might yeah like 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 you said it just might be that time that it just could be over. I wouldn't be surprised though if that's I don't think what it's gonna they, be a, they I don't, use that and we're wrong when they're in the Super Bowl yeah, next year. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a huge like uh, like a collapse. Yeah, like some sure. dynasties have, but I think like I think they'll keep making the playoffs because I think just in the system they have, I think it's gonna be tough for them not to win ten games. Right. I mean they haven't. I mean since Belichick's been there, I don't think like. Or since Brady's been there, at least I don't think they've won under ten games. Even the year, even with Matt Castle, even when Castle was there, they won ten games. Yeah, they were ten and six. They didn't make the playoffs that year, but they still they were ten and six and just yeah. missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. But let's uh, let's switch over, over to some basketball. Okay. A little bit of news that we missed on last Monday. We were a few hours too few late. Hour, few hours late on that news. And Blake we Griffin didn't put it together in the trade machine. Unfortunately, no, Blake Griffin sent over. To the Pistons. To the Pistons. For Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Boban Marjanovic, a first round top four protected pick this year and Which a second doesn't. round pick in 2019 for Blake Griffin, Willie Reed, and Bryce Johnson. And honestly, right now it's it's looking like a pretty good trade for the Pistons. I mean I'm excited. Blake Blake's been playing good. Like I mean, it's only been two games, but he he's looked solid. He's he looks like he takes a lot of pressure off of Andre. Yeah, he, and he takes a lot of attention from Andre. He he provides floor spacing, and for like a guy that shoots under thirty five percent from three, mm-hmm. he provides floor spacing. Cause because you still have to, because you're gonna have to respect him. And yeah, like whenever still, he drives, yeah, they collapse. You saw it in the Grizzlies game a lot. Yeah, they he could, would just I mean, dribble to the lane. I think they were down. Out. I think they were down two. Uh, he drove from the left wing. Four guys collapsed on him and left Anthony Tolliver open, give him the lead, and I think they kept the yeah, lead the rest of the game. Did. And that was huge. I mean, it's the little things like that that a guy like Tobias Harris really didn't have. Yeah. I mean Tobi- Tobias was great. Tobias was great for the team and I, I I'm I'm gonna miss watching for him sure. play. But when you have a star caliber guy like Blake Griffin, it not only takes some pressure off of a lot of guys because coaches are gonna prepare for Blake Griffin, that's it. That that's who they're. That, that's the that's him and Andre are the two guys they're gonna they're gonna prepare for. Yeah. Mostly Blake now, which is gonna be great for Andre. I mean, twenty three twenty. I think four board or uh, four blocks and four steals he the other just night puts against up the Heat. Gaudy numbers. It makes yeah. no sense. And uh, I just I, I think it's gonna be a good move. The contract scares me a little bit. It's a lot. It's he makes yeah, his, He's the second highest paid player behind Steph Curry. Yeah. I mean he. I mean it's not. It's definitely not the best contract to be. To be uh, getting onto your team, but at the same time, uh, it, would you rather lock up Tobias and Avery for that money? No. Or Blake Griffin? I mean, the injuries also are a little bit scary, but I mean, you're not. I don't know. I just, I feel like you have to risk some risk some uh, some stuff in Van order, in order to, to in order to get somebody like Blake Griffin in the caliber of a player he is. You for sure. You have, uh, you also have him w- with having him. You saw that in the Heat or the Memphis game a lot. Uh, a lot of fouls being called on or against or not against him, but while, when he's going he's to the basket, a lot, yeah. he, he draws a lot he of shot fouls. A lot of free throws. That yeah, game. and that's what that's good. Uh, that's what that's what you need. Yeah. from somebody. I mean, Tobias I think never they shot twenty something free throws that game. I think they had thirty three yeah, for the game. Thirty three free throws, and um, stars get the calls in the league. They just they do. 
in the Heat game, you didn't see that that much because uh, on both ends either yeah. they were letting him play on both ends. But Blake just wasn't getting the calls on. Uh, well, I think it was Saturday night when they played. Him. Yeah, that was Saturday. But in the Memphis game, he was getting the calls that he that he's gonna get against uh, far less superior teams mm-hmm. than the Pistons are. So like team like teams like the Grizzlies, he's you're gonna get calls again. Uh, you're gonna get calls, and that's what's nice about having a star like Blake Griffin because as a Pistons fan, we see that everywhere we go that uh, calls are given to the other team that have those star players, and that's and that's also a nice nice thing to add to the team. Uh, you're just able to get to the free throw line, and that helps. Uh, like Stan Van talked about the other night, um, it's giving your team extra possessions. Uh, yeah. Ness, uh, basically, you're giving your team and uh, you're giving your team shots at the free throw line, mm-hmm. whether it be him or or other guys that he uh, he creates for. I mean, he looked great in that point forward role those two games. I, I mean, absolutely. I think he had 24, 10, and five against the against the Grizzlies. Nineteen or sixteen, nine, and seven. I want to say against the uh, the Heat, and some big assists coming down the wire against the Heat. Somehow he gets it to Ish Smith in the corner to hit a three to end the game. Ish Smith, man. He had a he had a heck of a game. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's the little things that I think Blake Griffin brings the instincts. That that's he what, that's that, that he has with. that a guy like Tobias Harris isn't going to bring to your team. Um, I know last I just, week we, I just can't wait to see what this offense is going to be like with uh, Reggie Jackson. It should be interesting for sure. We could see a little a little reminiscence of uh, Lob City, but I think for the time being, without Reggie, we talked a lot last week about how they need a point guard or they need someone that can handle the handle the ball because without Reggie, they've been really struggling. But essentially, that's what they did. Blake yeah. Griffin brings that to a team. Yeah, he's the he's the guy at the end of games right now that is going to have the ball. Right, like, like in the end of the end of the Heat game the other night, uh, Ish Ish wasn't the one with the ball, which he normally had been. Ish had been the one with the ball late in games. We saw that against Utah, right. and, and you're able to sag off of him because you're not worried he's going to hit a shot. And uh, the Heat just got unlucky that Ish Smith hit his ninth three pointer of the year. <laughs> Uh, against them in the corner there, and Spolster even talked about it after the game. They they felt comfortable with Ish shooting the three. It just he was able to knock it down. But when you have when you have somebody like Blake who can who can do those things, it can also take some stress off of Reggie because. Whoops, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Mike, moved, <laughs> Mike moved there for a second. Um. When you have someone like Reggie, we've seen a lot of hero ball from Reggie, which it, it a just, lot of dribbling. Yeah, a lot. I mean, he'll he'll have the he'll have the ball the entire shot clock, and that's just not it's not something that that uh, has in 2015-16 that worked out great. He was the best scorer in the fourth quarter in the entire league. But he doesn't we, he doesn't need to do that. Yeah, he doesn't anymore. need to do that because you're putting extra stress on him getting to the lane, getting fouled. And that takes a toll on your. I body. would rather have Reggie at the at the line than Blake, but Blake's still a good free throw shooter. That yeah, I can if he gets to the line at the end of a game. I feel so. I can trust him. Yeah. And what's also nice is if we want to go small ball, you yeah. can take you can take Andre out yeah. and go with a lineup of Blake, Tolliver, Stanley, uh, Bullock, and hopefully when Reggie comes back, you can slide Reggie right. in. But Ish right now. And you just have you just have so many more you have so many more ways you can use lineups. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's there's a lot of little things that I don't think people were were expecting to happen. I certainly wasn't expecting a, a lot of these things. I don't in the Clippers games I remember watching. Uh, I think he played in one earlier in the year. Again, when they played the Pistons mm-hmm. early on in the year, um, I didn't, you don't really see him. You don't really notice uh, the effect he has on the team. Until he's really with you on your team and what and you're you're focusing in on him playing. I think the Pistons' offense helps him out a lot too, like the dribbled handoffs and the. But they were they were actually uh, getting away from those a little bit. I mean, yeah. you, you weren't seeing as many dribble handoffs as you were every single possession for sure. Uh, before uh, Tobias and Avery were gone, and putting putting Blake in the post. I mean, if you have an undersized four on him, I mean, good luck good luck guarding him. I mean. 
that's that's also an, uh, something to the team that he brings. Yeah, I like I like the the Blake and Andre pick and roll. Yeah, like, that's that, nice. That's, that's good nice. too. I mean, For sure. th- there's so many things that I don't think people were were gonna expect to happen, and that's why they didn't like this trade. I, they also didn't. I mean, I talked to a lot of my friends that didn't like the trade because of the injury issues. Which the, uh, I can understand that. That Kellen and I talked about on the on After the Whistle the other day. Yeah. He was worried about the contract and the injuries. Oh, he was furious about that trade. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I'm hoping that, like, yeah, he's going to, like, we can't just get upset when the first injury comes because we know what we're getting. Right. We just got to hope that they're not serious injuries. I mean, if he, he, if he sits out a couple games just to rest or something like that, we're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And, I mean, that that's, it's what, comes with uh, the Blake Griffin territory yeah. for the most part is that we're going to have we might have to deal with some a uh, couple stretches of games not not long stretches just maybe hopefully a game not, or two right. yeah hopefully that he just might have to sit out and we'll take it that. looks it looks rough right now with um the plus minus with Griffin on and off i think Griffin was a, tw- a plus 23 the other night against Memphis and when he was on the floor and a minus 21 when he was off the floor wow yeah, that's something that that's a little worrisome, but you had Andre in foul trouble. You had uh, a lot of different lineups trying to work different lineups. Yeah, it's in. early. It's it's too early to like worry about that. I think. And even the lineup we had out, the, so. the other night with the Heat. I mean, Henry Ellenson was out there because of the lack of wing depth we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was awful to see. Henry's. <laughs> I mean, I really hope what Henry a terrible can. Pick. I really hope he can turn into something. But man, it just not. I mean, it doesn't look like it. I. I think James Johnson took a jab step in the in the corner against Stan or against Henry, and he took took like three steps backwards just on a jab step. It was it was a, it was a slow jab step from James Johnson. I mean, like just his defensive instincts aren't very good. Offensively, he can't go down in the post like Blake can. Yeah, or, or he can't shoot like like Anthony Tolliver can. So right now, it's not looking too hot. I mean, I watched him in Grand Rapids last year and wasn't really impressed in Henry. Uh, He's got he's got a good uh, skill set, but I just don't know if it's going to translate. If it's going to translate to the NBA. So, outside of the Pistons, there's been a couple big transactions. The Pelicans have made a move to try to shore up their their situation after Boogie went down with an Achilles injury. So, what do you think about them trading for Nikola Mirotic? I don't think they're losing too much from the trade. Uh, you're getting yeah. rid of Omer Sheik. Bad Jameer, trade for the Bulls. Jameer Nelson and um, uh, who was it? Tony Allen. And yeah. did they get a first in that trade as well? It just said uh, all I can see right now is draft considerations. It might be. Yeah, it's probably a first. Yeah, I think it's a lightly protected first round pick. Probably. Um. Yeah, I think the Bulls <laughs> kind of got fleeced here. That's. Uh, it's not a good deal. In that um. Part. You have a guy in Nikola Mirotic who's averaging what twenty two points a game right now. Granted, that's not that's not what he's going to do the rest of the season, especially playing with Anthony Davis now. But I'm surprised they weren't able to get more from him after this hot start that they had, uh, that he had. Yeah, it was and, almost like they're just like, okay, we'll give, like, we'll just let you. Yeah, and they're wa- I think they're waving Tony Allen, which we had talked about uh, before the podcast um, that the the Cavs might want to go after him, but we'll talk about that in a little in a yeah, little bit. They're bad, but yeah. Wasn't too good when Chris Paul is a plus forty-seven in twenty-seven oh, minutes of play. That's, they got smashed. But back to the Pelicans. Um, I I think it's a good I think it's a good move for the Pelicans. Uh, they also got a Mecca Okafor, which we'll see if he can even play well, in the NBA. I don't still. understand why they sign a dude that hasn't played. Yeah, in I feel like there's six years. I feel like there's a lot of other guys. Like I mean, even Omir Ashik. I feel like I would rather have, or you have Alexis Aginsa on yeah, the bench. Just, I, mean, I don't understand it. Like yeah, I I'm. That was that was odd to me when I saw that. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too sure about that. He's thirty five years old and yeah. he hasn't played in since, six years. Since two thousand twelve. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, but I think I think this might be a good move for the Pelicans. Uh, might keep them in the eighth spot in the playoffs. They could. Yeah. Just sure that just uh, keep keep everything going for them that they've that they've had. I mean, you had yeah. w- with that w- that was awful. Seeing Boogie go down like it was that. so sad because they would have been a problem had, in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I mean, they were just figuring it out. I mean, I don't see them knocking off someone like like Golden State, but if they could have got to a six seed, they provide an interesting matchup for whoever yeah, they, they play, though. Yeah, uh, the stand. If I can get to the standings right now, um, I think they would have been playing San Antonio. 
if they were the th- if they were the sixth seed. Yeah, because I think it's Golden State, Houston, and yeah, it would be San Spurs. Antonio. And if we don't know what's going on with Kawhi right now, Vince Staples. <laughs> yeah, Vince Staples said that the Spurs try to assassinate Kawhi, so that's why that's why he wants out. But yeah, we don't know what's going on there. So I mean, in the playoffs, if that's a weird situation. The, I mean, the Pelicans are in the seventh spot right now. They're only a half game out of the of the uh, sixth spot, game out of the f- uh, fifth spot. They, uh, I'm not sure how they've been doing. They lost one. They're six and four in their last ten. Um, I don't know what how they're doing since they uh, since Bogey went down. I think he. I don't went, know either. I haven't. I don't know. I don't follow them. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember what game he went down in. But this yeah. would be, I mean, you're going to have to move Davis to the center spot, which I don't, uh, I know he he doesn't like going to the five. I don't think he going to the particularly five. loves it. But, but I mean, you're going to have to start Miritich with him, you would yeah. think. I mean, you gave up, not great guys, obviously, <laughs> but you gave up pieces to bring in Nikola Miritich, yeah. who's averaging 22 a game. Uh, they also signed uh, DeAndre Liggins on a, to a two-year contract. I don't understand what he's still doing in the league. I, he plays defense. Yeah, he's uh, just adding wing it's depth. Like we got to rid the, of Tony Allen, so we'll just yeah, add we'll just, yeah, Tony we'll just bring it. Yeah. yeah, we'll bring in someone. <laughs> but I, I, I don't mind the trade. It's for a good the trade for yeah. For I the think Pelicans. it. I think it uh, gives them the opportunity to still compete in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe get up to the fifth seed. It's not that. It's not out of reach. It's only a game out right now. They're only yeah. a game out of a fifth spot in the in the West and. Anthony Davis is one of the most unguardable guys in the league, ah, and so it's with what he's doing this year, it's hard to bet against him. So I think it'll be nice to see how how the Pelicans can do uh, going forward. Uh, another trade, or not trade, I guess, a signing, a signing, signing uh, out. The number one team in the East gets better. Yep, they signed Greg Monroe to a one-year, five million dollar deal. Honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little shocked by it. Uh, you, I expected it. Yeah, I I mean I expected it with all the rumors and everything going around, but the one thing I'm the only reason I'm surprised by it is just I'm kind of I'm I'm wondering how they're gonna use the use Monroe in their lineups. I don't know. Uh, I would assume Thice is gonna get less minutes now. I would. Yeah. Baines's minutes are probably gonna go down a little bit. I think bit. he kind of just would yeah eat up some minutes from those guys, which is he's definitely a more consistent player than those two. And I think he provides another big that can rebound a little bit better than because they that's one of their problems usually yeah, ha- it has him, been he can give them some offense too that uh, that they just weren't getting off the bench yeah. like we talked about last week when Al Horford and Kyrie are are gone they are pretty it's bad. bad and so if they can also if they can add Tyreek Evans to the bench unit. Uh, let me let me just. They pull need. Up. To, there's a lot of teams going after Tyreek Evans. Also, Boston has made Marcus Smart available, which so we talked about signal. last week. I think I think Danny Ainge listened to the Jen and Jello show. Last I'm pretty week. sure he listened to the pod, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He had to he had to figure out if what sort of trades he had to make, and we we gave him a good one. Yeah, we don't have we don't have proof, but I'm pretty certain. Um, I like the move for them. Greg Monroe just provides another quality big, and. I don't think they're done yet. They still need to make another move for bench scoring because right now it's looking like you get the Celtics or the Raptors coming up. A lot of team, a lot of people aren't aren't talking about the Raptors, but they're only two games back. They're sitting in the two two seed comfortably. Cleveland is five and a half back, which is surprising because they are four and six in their last ten games, and they're just they're just bad. I know we talked about it last week, but yeah, it's very worrisome what's going on with the Cavs right now. It's it's not even just the product on the floor. It's just like after they lose, then you see something like Isaiah Thomas is talking about like, oh, if a guy gets beat, no one's got his back, and if no one's got his back, then he can't trust his teammates. Yeah, he's talking about all these things that his teammates are doing that he also is not doing on the floor exactly. at all, which I don't understand. Like. I can't like he talks about his teammates not diving on the floor for a loose ball when he himself is not diving on the floor for any loose balls. Um, so I don't I don't get I don't get why he's criticizing the team. I mean he's a hurt. I mean he's for the most part been the reason since he came back. They've, they've been, been bad. So bad. They've been really bad since he came back. I mean if they can move him in the Brooklyn pick for something, they need to. Yeah, I think I think LeBron 
deep down wants to stay with his organization. I agree. But and so I think if they move the Brooklyn pick and Isaiah for some good young pieces, then they would be able to uh, they'd be able to retain LeBron next year, bring him back, and hopefully start things over with some new guys, a younger team because his team this I, I think they is one of the so older weirdly teams. Con- they are yeah they were so weirdly constructed. Actually, watching the game the other night, uh, a guy like Seti Ozman, uh, he only played a few minutes at the end of the game, but I thought he looked solid. Somebody that maybe next came year came over in the Boston trade. Yeah, somebody next. Uh, did he come over in the Boston trade? I, I thought think, they drafted no. him in the second round. I think they drafted him in the second round. I'm thinking of uh, Zizic. Yeah, Zizic. We haven't seen. Was... We haven't seen a lot of him yet. No. But they do have. They do have uh, those two guys that might be able to provide something next year for him. I think this year. I think this this year in a whole, unless they make a big move. Is a lost cause for the I think, most part. I think what needs to happen is LeBron needs to do what Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant would have done a long time ago. He's just got to start like calling people out. He's got the one person that can make all of these guys accountable. It's not Ty Lue, it's LeBron. Like if this was happening on a Lakers team, Kobe would call him out. Like when Dwight Howard played like garbage, Kobe called him out. Whenever some like Michael Jordan would never like let anything like this happen. So LeBron is an all time great, no doubt. But he's got to stop like subtweeting. He's just got to. Yeah, come he's, straight forward. Just, just go like, go after the guys and just, try to try to get some try to get something. Fire out of someone because up. It's just not yeah. It's not what's going on right now. It just isn't working. Um, their defense is horrendous. Like we mentioned earlier, they're probably going to go after Tony Allen. Hopefully, they should. They should to help their defense out. I've heard rumblings of if Joe Johnson gets bought out, he'll go to the Cavs. That's I don't. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're just getting older, that, but old with guy. Tony Allen, you're getting older too. And but it he still help plays your, defense. Yeah, it just doesn't help your offense out at all. Just a lot of a lot of moves that could happen here. For yeah, the Cavs. we got some stuff that like, could come up. The Blazers. I think you, I think you were talking about. Uh, the, they want a Paul George caliber player. For yeah, the pick. yeah, that's what I read. They think that they can still get a. Um, Paul George type of Chris Stops, Devin Booker with the Brooklyn pick. I don't know what like I don't. Though, I mean, those guys you mentioned, they're not going to trade for because no, because Phoenix isn't getting rid of Booker, and if the There's Knicks no get rid of hell, if, if the Knicks, the Knicks give, yeah, if give the Knicks get rid of Porzingis, they're absolutely insane. Like that's why they ran Phil Jackson. I mean, that's not the sole reason why, but yeah, as soon as they they finally had enough when Phil Jackson was trying to trade Chris Stops. Yeah, that was that. I mean, that was insane. I can't believe they would even they would even think about getting rid of getting rid of somebody like Chris Stapps. But yeah, I don't I don't know who they could go after. Maybe go after Kemba, take on that take on that Nicholas Batum contract, which I guess would help him on defense. But yeah, Batum though is just. I mean, I I didn't realize how bad it was. He's shooting thirty percent from three right yeah, now. Yeah, that's and not And he's good. supposed to be a guy who can just. He's supposed to be a three and D wing. Yeah, he's supposed to be. A prototypical three and D guy, six nine. So you can and you can put him at the two, and he just he's. I, I didn't realize how bad it was. I mean, I knew he was only averaging about eleven ten points a game, mm-hmm. but I mean thirty percent from three with a guy who's supposed to be a three point shooter. I mean that's that's Stanley Johnson level <laughs> three point shooting. But he and he but yeah we know that Stanley's not a three point shooter. So you're like okay yeah that's just Stanley. Yeah. But with Nick he's supposed to be. Yeah he's supposed to be a three point right. shooter. Um another team that's looking to make some moves. I was reading a little bit about Portland and all the bad contracts they have. Man they've done some terrible work. First of all they traded Will Barton a few years ago for like Andrew Nicholson who Yeah, I never I never knew about I I honestly that when I heard about the Will Barton trade I read that in the Ringer piece the mm-hmm. other day. Me, yeah. And I I had no idea Will Barton played for the played for the Trailblazers. Dame that, is still mad about it. Yeah. He's like would it be they're 29 and 24 right now. The, the tra- if we're just uh-huh. talking about the Trailblazers right now, they have been in talks to get also DeAndre Jordan, which yeah. I don't know what what necessarily you would give up? You might have to give up the Evan Turner. You might have to give up the Evan Turner contract. One of their bad contracts. Yeah, that they've but given out. I don't know if LA wants to do that, especially because it's a three-year deal. I don't so, see why you would want to take on that contract. Yeah. So um, if the Clippers or if the Trailblazers aren't able to get someone like DeAndre, I mean, Joseph Nurkic has been silent this year. Don't get me wrong. Offensively, he's he struggles a little bit, and he's not he's not good offensively. But he has taken them from like last week. I've said they've consistently been in the bottom 
half on defense. This year, I think they're they've moved up. I think I saw in the ringer piece they were like sixth because like he's he makes that big of a difference on mm-hmm. defense. So obviously, getting DeAndre Jordan would probably help them. But I just don't see like what what a trade would be. They if they, make. yeah, if they, I'm if sure they they'll can't, figure it out. But. If they if they truly believe in what they have with Dame and and CJ is going to really really be something for the future that they can rely on. Zach Collins has been showing spurts. Yeah, of, he's shown of, he's shown he's had flashes. Yeah, he's shown he's shown some things to Portland to maybe help them think that they can they can get this together. Like I said, though, the Evan Turner contract's terrible. Uh, you're gonna have to lock it's up. Awful. You're gonna have to lock up some guys. I mean, just looking here, I was looking at a LA Clippers deal and a. Uh, the only deal that really makes sense would be Nurkic, Turner, and a first. But I, I still, yeah, yeah, I still don't, I still don't know if that's even something they'd want to do. But they're gonna have to lock up guys like Shabazz Napier's been solid off the bench for them. Yeah, he's been a good backup to Dame. Pat Connaughton somehow is. Uh, a solid rotation yeah, player. Doing, yeah. He's a solid guy to come off the bench as well. Um you have but the bad contracts, you got Myers Leonard who's getting ten million a year to not really contribute much to the team. I Same mean, with Mo Harkless. You got a lot of bad contracts. I mean he's averaging four points a game. In the last ten games he's played five minutes a game. So he's not doing really anything because all he can do is shoot. Yeah, he doesn't he, do anything else. Yeah, he's just a he's a pick and roll seven one guy. He's not gonna go in the paint and do anything for Which you. Which is so weird for a seven one to yeah. say about a guy that's seven one. I mean, he's only played eighteen games this year. Yeah, he's and not. yeah, he played. It's not like he's hurt. He played on Friday. He played against the Raptors. Was two for three, one for one from the from three. I mean. He played three minutes against Dallas. Didn't uh, didn't score at all. But I just you have so many bad contracts in Portland that you're not going to be able to add anything to to what uh, what you're trying to build on. Yeah, I don't. You I don't you've really wrapped up what... so much money in guys that you thought were gonna like Evan Turner can't hit a three to save his life, oh, man, and they bad. added him to be a sort of three and D guy. Um and what I, I he's got a good mid range jumper I guess he's averaging eight points a game this year, but he's shooting thirty percent from three. Yeah, he's he's not a player that you really want to take on that much. No, money this for. just isn't not like what Portland's trying to do right now. It just isn't. It just it's not something that's working. It's not it's not a formula that really looks like it works. Um and. They're not gonna win. Like they're they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything. Even in, trading in for West. DeAndre Jordan, like yeah, you trade for DeAndre. I mean, they're in the fifth spot in the West right now. What does that push them up to? I mean, maybe get to fourth. I mean, they're. I think. Uh, or they're in. The, they're, sorry, they're in the. They're in the, they're in the yeah. sixth spot. Sorry, yeah. So I, I don't mean, think they're gonna finish better than the Thunder or the Timberwolves. Yeah, I mean, the Timberwolves are eight and a half spots out of the first place. Out out of first, Portland's. Uh, twelve. So they're three and a half games behind Minnesota, and Minnesota is starting to get things together. Yeah, they're yeah, starting yeah. to play good together. I really like what they're doing in Minnesota right now. But yeah, it just Portland is not just doesn't doesn't look promising to me. I think um, I don't know. They just they're not any team trying to trade for DeAndre Jordan. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it might help you get to the playoffs. It might help you even if you're Portland. Who knows? Maybe it helps you win a series, but he's a player that, when it comes to playing against the Warriors, is just not going to be on the floor. No. Like he's not going to help you. So no. what's the point? Yeah. Because then it's, at the end, that's the end goal. You yeah, have to be, match up well with the Warriors. Yeah, and that, I don't think I I don't think I think DeAndre and Lou will are gone are going to be gone from the Clippers by uh, by Thursday, but probably because I don't I don't think LA wants to re up on that on that DeAndre deal. I wouldn't. Because he's going to be asking for a lot of money. So both of them are going to be gone, I feel like. And it'll, it's going to be it's going to be nice to see what they can get. I think they're asking for some first-round picks, yeah. which is understandable. Uh, well, Lou Will definitely is a guy yeah. to give up a first-round pick for. He's somebody that could come off the bench and just totally – like if the Celtics could get Lou Will, defensively he scares me a little bit, but Brad Stevens seems to – 
learn or seems to he can he can fix guys out, yeah. that can't play defense. I mean, he gets people to buy in. I mean, Kyrie was one of the worst defenders in the league last year, and now the Celtics are the second best defensive team, even with Kyrie. Yeah, that's what so, happens when you have a coach. <laughs> yeah, when you have someone like Brad Stevens, it's nice. Uh, so yeah, it, it'll be it'll it'll be nice to see what Portland does during the trade season. It'll be nice to see what LA does. Trade deadlines in three days, three right? Three days, Thursday. So we'll we should have a so we Monday. Have a lot we should of, have a lot of trades to talk, to talk about on on Monday. But hopefully we have. If a we're busy looking at weekend. if we're looking at everything in the whole as a whole right now, moves that have been made. I I personally I think. And this is probably biased. I think the Blake Griffin trade really gonna is gonna help the most. I think Miritich adds a little bit, but he it doesn't. Adds a he, little he doesn't. He doesn't really change anything. He just no. he plugs in to a role that you need. It's like putting a band aid on it. Really, it's, yeah. Greg Monroe, Greg Monroe might have, uh, might be able to help. I think that's a good add. It's not the yeah. same level. It's as It's not a Blake the same Griffin as Blake, add, but, but yeah. I think it does enough to, for the team. For for the Celtics that they yeah. that that it might be able to put them over the top and uh, they're they're obviously the Eastern Conference favorites right now but you just you just never know with LeBron what's going to happen in the playoffs. Yeah. If the the only thing that could rival the Blake trade at this point I think is if Cleveland makes a big splash like trade or Blake, Blake. or if uh, if Tyreek goes to goes to Boston or, yeah Boston makes I another think, move could make it, I think make that could really I think that could change some things I think if you if you count Tyreek and Greg Monroe as just a one a package deal, I think that'd be a night. That'd be exactly what Boston needs. Yeah, to I kinda think that I think that would uh, rival right. a, a move such a uh, that that's uh, Blake, yeah. a, as uh, much of a as big of a deal as the Blake Griffin trade was. So I agree. Yeah, in, in a whole, I think I think the Griffin deal really is. Uh, it's gonna help. It's gonna help out Detroit a lot. It's going to be huge for Detroit, and I think it's. I think we're going to see in the in the next few days really what this team's going to look like, and and uh, I can't wait in a few weeks to see Reggie come back. Yeah, I'm excited, and we should. We will definitely Monday have some good stuff to talk about. I we hope should, so. At least we should. Last last trade season was really dry. Lots of woes, bombs. I'm hoping. But yeah, I'm hoping I get. I'm going to be putting my Twitter. Uh, Got to turn on the notification on for, for woes for sure. So. Don't for, don't sleep on Shams either. Yeah, don't sleep on Shams. Yahoo Yahoo's trying to make a comeback. But I suppose though. I think it's gonna do it for us today. Yeah. Hopefully maybe next week we'll have a guest. I don't know. Maybe Tune next in. week yeah, maybe next week we'll have a special guest. Uh you never know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh we'll see you next week. I'm Noah. D'Angelo, thanks for listening. We'll see ya.